joining Time Out with PSOA, where sports officials share their stories to help recruit, train, educate not only sports officials, but players, coaches, administrators, and fans. Through this information, we're going to help make us all better for the game. Thank you for taking time out with PSOA. Sean Johnston here, Omaha, Nebraska. And our topic today is time management. So if you're taking a little break from your workday, a little break from family time, a little break from vacation time, and you're listening to this podcast, you had to find time to listen to this podcast. We do have a special guest today, um, Justin Pavich a high school basketball official, college at the JUCO NAIA Division II level. Justin, welcome to the podcast, Time Out with PSOA. If you want to introduce yourself to the audience of not only what you do as a basketball official, but what do you do in life? Well, first, John, thanks for having me, and thanks for what you're doing here with the education part and helping out officiating and growing and uh, growing recruiting. I, uh, I work for a company in Lincoln. I'm a sales representative. Uh, I've done that uh, for 22 years before I started officiating. Um, and uh, that, with, with that come, comes in some travel for work, which kind of leads us into chatting a little bit about what, what you brought me on here for to chat a little bit about. Um, but a little background, I've officiated for 23 years um, at, uh, from all the way up from Little kids, rec ball to uh, Division II college basketball. So um, that gives me a little bit of who I am personally. Uh, I, you know, I've got uh, got a couple kids. Um, another kid on the way. Um, kind of leads into a lot, a lot of this of the management piece of putting this all together. So I would say some of those some of those issues that come into play is you know you've got events whether it's a family family events you know birthday holidays kids events games things like that as as that kind of comes into play uh, a little bit there uh you got to kind of know when when to pick and choose what what your priorities are going to be um setting up uh, the the dates and availability you can work so i'll, I'll kind of lead into a first-hand experience with you you and i you know when when you're when you're setting your assignments up, uh, you're looking at availabilities on our calendars, and so the big key there is blocking out dates, setting up stuff in advance, way in advance. Um, so you're looking at birthdays and holidays and work parties at this time of year, and saying, "Hey, I am um, I'm going to block these days off, and uh, you know I'm going to block them off Sean, Sean's Arbiter account. I'm going to block, block them off uh, the RefQuest account, uh, which all, all multiple spots you're you're looking at and saying." When and what days, what days you can work, and you're explaining why you can and cannot work on those days. Um, so then I think take the next step of kind of what you you mentioned of prioritizing how that's going to work out. So I think first things first, you're blocking off every family event you have, whether you know Christmas Christmas party, uh, Christmas concert, you know anything along those days. You're you're blocking that off in advance and saying, hey, listen, I I am unavailable to work on these days. Uh, and then I think secondly, you're, you're taking a step, step forward, John, and you're going, all right, um, I want to have my stuff available for the level that you're working at. Um, which is obviously you're, you, you being an assigner, you want every official you can to have the opportunity to move up and every assigner wants their officials to move up. So 
you're prioritizing after your availability dates are set. Um, you're, you're going into place and saying, all right, I want to be able to work Division Two dates, and you have your Division Two calendar open. And those assignments usually come after, you know, after high school assignments, after the NAIA, JUCO assignments, those type of things. And uh, y you laugh because it's a struggle. And as you know, managing all that just alone. So now you've got all your, your priorities set with family stuff. Uh, you put that in place. And then you uh, now you're looking at, all right, I'm going to manage my schedule of who I'm going to work for um, and who what, what available dates I have. And I think that's kind of where you step in and go, all right, I, th these, are, these dates are all available. Um, and then you start kind of putting that, managing that together in a way of, all right, Division two, you know, NAI, junior college, high school, and how those dates are all going to kind of factor in and play in. And you open up your calendar and go, all right, I'm available on X, Y, Z dates. And then you start to accept your dates, which obviously the high school dates are always coming first. You know, you're getting those, those high school dates in place and uh, you're putting, putting those and then you take it one step farther, you know, uh, contracts. We all take our own personal contracts, places we like to go. Um, every, every year, you know, I've got three or four places I, I like to go that gave you your start in officiating. And, um, I think the next thing I do personally, after you get your family dates blocked off, um, I go block off my contract dates. I don't take any college dates, any, any dates from anybody on a contract date that I've signed my name to. And that, that's just something I, I've learned over the years, kind of the hard way. If you put your name onto something to tell school you're going to be there, uh, you need, need to be there. So that becomes a, a block on, on my calendars all the way through. Um, then I take the next step of working with your high school assigners and prioritizing that is, it's pretty simple. You're, you're looking at one, the opportunity to work, work games, you know, close to your, close to home. Um, so that, that help kind of manage, manage home life in a way. And then secondly, number of dates that you're working for, for those officials, uh, or for working for those assigners. And you try to be equal with all those all those assigners and you give one, one assigner a first shot, you know, I've got two, two high school assigners that, that get most of my dates. Then obviously you, then you, you come in behind, you know, at the end of that, you know, uh, but you're setting those things up and you're never trading high school games for high school games on those. You're just kind of putting stuff in place that, Hey, I'm going to work X amount of games for this, this assigner and X amount of games and this assigner. And as you know, um, Games are played on Fridays and Saturdays. That's that's the the biggest date in high school. Um, in anybody can work some games on Tuesdays and Thursdays. There's not as many many games going on, so Fridays and Saturdays become very important to those high school assigners. And uh, you kind of prioritize, you know, who who's available. You give those give those officials or give those assigners those availability dates, and you go through. And then once uh, once you get dates from one, then you go to the next, and they kind of fill in, and then then you start working around other stuff where, you know, other officials that have contracts that need help and work that into place a little bit. So, you know, we're sitting here talking about just dates. Yes. And now we're going to get a little bit deeper. You know, a lot of times our audience, such as players, fans, administrators, and coaches, they literally think, all right, we just show up. We have our 30 dates. 
we work the game and then go home and forget about it. But at the end of the day, we do, you, you stated a little bit, there's travel. You have to talk about registration with NCAA, registration with NAIA, registration with NSAA, registration with PSOA, watching tests, attending meetings, um, watching videos, and then you got preparation, whether that's game film of evaluating you, preparation of stretching before a game, um, reading the rule books, case books, of officials' manuals, and then off-season to clinics. You're talking about moving up. You know, you, you really didn't go into depth, but you have a lot of family obligations. You have a lot of work obligations. How is it from a day-to-day basis where you're working a college game up in Minnesota and you're going to fit, still continue to work, still continue to have a family, and those different parties to want to be around you? You know, you kind of took a lot of that just for granted. The preparation piece of it and getting all that, all that into play, um, you just overlook that stuff now. You know, just it's just part of what we do. Um, and when you get into details on, on those type of things, there's hours and hours that go in. And you spend your lunches doing things. You spend evenings, you know, doing things um, such as tests, uh, watching videos, uh, you know, the registration stuff. Yeah, I mean, you don't even you don't even think about that anymore. But there's you just named off five of them that, yeah, just go. Oh, yeah, I did do all that type of stuff. But you you just you take time you take time away. I don't think people really understand that you know the personal time we put into this for the the hour hour and a half of doing a game. It just it's you know, you kind of just take it for granted. I say you just, you just do it. Um, and, but yeah, it, you're, you're taking, you're taking, always taking time away from somebody in that because there's only so many hours, so many minutes in a day. And you know, that, that's, that's hard. That's hard on some of those things, but yes, to, to kind of get back to your question, you do that stuff in the evenings, you do that stuff after hours, you do that, you know, you're, you're taking those tests, you're getting together with people and watching those videos, watching your education videos, um, and, and others that put out, you know, the state puts them out, you know, the NCAA puts one out, you know, a couple times a week, once a week for sure. Um, and the NEIA piggybacks off that stuff and they require you to watch that. There's a little clickers now that they know, and they, you get an email, uh, notification saying, yes, you've, you've watched this video. You have to, sometimes they answer a question, you know, <laughs> I think, you know, kind of off topic will be you get you get those questionnaires and it's funny to read the questions that we all get and how we all see a different play um but to the point is those those are all things we're taking our time our personal time out of to prepare ourselves for a hobby that we really enjoy um but you are managing everything in a way you're you're doing it i I do a lot of stuff over lunch now i you know take my computer back and eat my lunch at work and watch these videos and do the tests and things like that that's just kind of something I've gotten in the habit of doing. Um, and then if I got questions and you'll call, call your people, you know, about those things, uh, you know, with a r- rules question or a, or a, or a play that's happened. Um, and, you know, take it a little farther there each year, there's new rules and new expectations, new rules, you know, some, somebody I know got one of those, <laughs> got one of those right this week in a, in a pretty big, big situation, you know, and most people don't even know that stuff, you know, Sean, they, they don't, and in, even officials that may have been around for a lot of years that don't pay attention and really put passion into what we're doing, they probably didn't know that. You know, they didn't know that how that how that how those situations go or, or new rules enforced. 
Um, but that takes time and takes effort from, from you, from, from all officials, uh, to learn. And you're, you're taking time away to do that stuff. So we kind of beat on that, the timetable a little bit there quite a bit. So, you know, one of the things in sports officiating that always happens is changes. You know, sometimes it's a school that doesn't have transportation, so they have to move the 3.30 tip to a 1 o'clock tip. Um, sometimes it's weather. You know, it, it, it's snowing, so now they can't play Saturday, but they could play Sunday. Um, and sometimes it's, it's life. Hey, my wife's in labor. I can't oh, yeah. <laughs> go officiate. Um, what is it that you do to then communicate how you're going to change your time. So I'll give a couple of instances on this. This year, uh, opening night um, was at a game in Lincoln, and a school was coming up from Omaha to play in Lincoln, and they had some bus issues. Bus issues. Um, so the midday that day, we get an email from the athletic director to our crew saying, "Hey, we're 15 minutes pushback because of travel situations for school." We're all okay. You know, we'll see you 15 minutes later. We get to the get to the venue, and um, they were just getting going. So officials were all there, and we ended up being delayed about 30 minutes. So a lot of those things, you just roll with the punches. You know, you just kind of go with it in that that case. Um, but that's that's that happens. You know, people understand that there's a lot of moving parts to this, and we've got to be flexible. You know, I mean, it could have been a situation that AD has said he's had people say, well, I'm not staying around. Well, no, that's not what we signed up for. You know, it's a little inconvenience of the 45 minutes later, later start is not going to hurt us by any means of the crew. Um, as far as weather and that happens a lot, especially in Nebraska, you know, situations ice, but all over the state, you know, think of like teams traveling in Western Nebraska. They, they travel a lot farther than we do here in Eastern Nebraska. And those officials, I mean, they're getting on the road sometimes a couple hours. They don't know if their game's going to go or not, but you have to have the flexibility and be able to communicate. You know, the communication piece is the biggest piece with all that. One, your crew, you have a community crew, and the schools, athletic directors, administration, who's ever in charge, and then assigners if signers are involved as well. Um, whether, you know, speaking with other assigners and in, in yourself, you know, weather is always a nightmare, you know, especially now we're kind of getting the time of year where there's no, no makeup opportunities because you got a little, little wall here for, for a week, and so you're, you're pushing off that gets, gets harder. Um, but hey, communication leads to the biggest piece on that. And flexibility, in in my opinion, is is key to those those things. So, you know, as, as we're transitioning to the end of this podcast, you know, the the more I stay in officiating, not only as a working official but also a supervisor and admin of officials, there's a disconnect of veteran officials and new officials. And I, I would like to consider myself I'm in the middle of the two. And when I first started officiating, it's not that I was the young generation, the Z generation, the Y generation. It was I didn't know. And you don't know until you know. So those of you who are listening, we're going to go into tips of do's and don'ts. All right, so I'm going to start with a do. New officials, you have to learn how to say no. You have five supervisors. You can't please all five at the same time. All right, so what's a, a big do on your list as a new official 
so you don't burn bridges either with assigners, coaches, tournament organizers, or partners. Do pick up the phone and talk to them. And do understand their expectations of you. Uh, I, I think that's the biggest thing. It leads to communication, which we, I've said that many times already in this, this short, little, short little podcast we're talking. Communicate. Communicate with Sean Johnson. Communicate with Dick Morrissey. Communicate with Joe Wells or Brooks Wells or Rob Kuhneman, you know. Communicate with those guys so they know they know what's going on with you, and you know what their expectation. I want to know what my expectation, your your expectation of me is. What do you want from me as an assigner? And you know, you talk about you're right. You're probably in the you're in the middle range now. I feel like I'm in the old I'm, I'm the old range now. You know, I'm in, I'm in the other side of this. Uh, but as a young official, you don't know that unless you have somebody telling you what to do, and. And even then, you're like, well, that, you know, Justin Pavage doesn't know what he's doing. You know, why, why is he telling me to do that? You know, and a lot of these education podcasts that you have and the meetings that you're having, they're, you're educating young officials, mid-range officials, older officials, not just, not just the young. You're teaching older people how to do things. You know, there's stuff that I'm, when I listen to these things and listen to your meetings that I pick up, go, yeah, that makes sense. We need to probably do that. Um, but the biggest do is communicate. And I think with that is, you know, understand your expectation and don't be discouraged when somebody's expectation of is this is the level I have you at. And it's in your mind, not the level that I may feel where I'm at. If that makes any sense. So that's a big do. All right, here, here's, here's my big don't. Don't horse trade. And what we mean by horse trading, you already touched on it a little bit. You always want to be working for an assigner who, if you have a high school game, they're going to be able to take you off that high school game to go work a college game. All right. But a lot of young officials, they start at the youth level. All right. Don't trade five youth games for six youth games. It's, this is a funny, funny topic. You know, I mean, obviously, uh, I'll, yeah, you're, you're talking about youth games. Let's just talk about a high school game. You know, I can go work a great game for Joe tomorrow. I've got, he's got a great, he needs somebody tomorrow. I'm working for Dick already. You don't trade. You don't trade. You know, you don't trade from, from a game that you got for Sean to a game in town for Dick. You don't do that. And I'm, I'm using the signers that I work for by name there. Um, you don't. You, you accept when you accept a game. You take the game no matter what it what it might be. And obviously, there's situations where you you get out. If you move up to a college game, you know high school to college is always always a move up. We no problem with any of that. I think the other the other issue is any family situation or work situation. You're completely good at that you know as an, as an assigner. Assigners are great with you. As, as long as they know what's going on and you give them the right time to do those type of things. So, no, don't trade games. No trade anything, you know, any level. A high school game's a high school game. A youth game's a youth game. Stay the level you're at. If you can move up, always take that opportunity, if you can move up, to do that. And then the last, this is going to be the, the do for me, is a lot of the new officials, they want that big game right away. They, they want that national championship. I want to work the state tournament. You have to tell people what your goals are 
and then allow them to tell you what you have to do to actually get to those goals. It's not just going to, boom, happen overnight. So what can an official do when they share goals with you and how to use their time wisely to get to a goal? I think first, foremost, you said set goals. You know, have, have some goals, you know, whether, you know, whatever that might be. If it's to work a state tournament or to work just a few extra games to get into shape, you know, there's many, many, many things you can do in each goal. There's, there's no small, there's no small feat there. Set it to what you want to do. Um, I think to lead into that then a little bit is, yeah, find a mentor then and find somebody that's going to have your best interests and care about, you know, how, you know, how the process of getting to getting to that next level, to getting to accomplish that goal, you know, whether that's to work a conference championship, to work a varsity game, to work, you know, you know, the youth level, to work a JV game, you know, how do I get on Sean's JV list type of thing and find somebody, you know, that, that cares enough to invest in you, you know, would be my, my recommendation to anybody. And you know who people are, you know, who people that are going to care about, what, you know, what your best interests are, you know, and I guess then develop your goals and have them and share them and ask them the process and build a process with them. You know, one great thing about sports officiating is being a sports official helps us develop into better human beings in all aspects of life. Uh, so, I, so those of you who are listening to this podcast, yes, we talked about sports officiating, but really go back, listen to it again, and listen to it as a parent. How are you going to manage your time to accomplish a goal with a spouse, to accomplish a goal with a child? If you um, have a coworker, a boss, or you are the boss, how are you going to manage your time to help your team, to help your company achieve the goals? Because a lot of stuff what we just talked about here with time management can be used in every single aspect of our life as humans. Um, so, Justin, thank you for taking time out with PSOA today. Any parting words, uh, words of wisdom of time management and how it allowed you to be successful where you are in life today? You know, I, you just you set, set boundaries on, on when, when you're doing things and make sure it's not taking away from anything that you really have to have, whether it's, you know, family time or your job or, you know, set, set, set your, set your resume, you set, set a, set a schedule on when and when and when and why you're doing this and, you know, stick to, stick to that, stick to that, find a process and work from that. So, well, thank you for taking time out with PSOA today. Hope you come back and visit us again, Justin. Those of you who are listening on the podcast, please visit us again in the future and you could always look back at our old episodes at our youtube channel or anywhere where you download your podcast just search time out with psoa officials remember you're only as good as your last call a heard at sports network production